0: Here they come!
1: Hello and welcome to episode 148 of Effectively Speaking, the podcast that takes a look at some of the special effects sequences of film and television, be they classic, average or duff. I'm your host, Eric Moore, and today we're finishing our miniaturised month with Ian Marchant returning to have a natter about the Golden Cage episode of Land of the Giants. You! You can run, but you can't hide! How far do you and... Land of the Giants, go back, Ian.
0: Um, I've known about Land of the Giants, the program, for a long time because it's it's another one of those shows where uh, my older brother and my dad used to go on about all the time about this amazing show, Land of the Giants, and you know, miraculous. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and I used to see photos of it in various magazines now, but I never actually saw it until Channel Four showed it. You know, because they showed Lost in Space, and it was a huge success. And then they so they gradually went through all of the Irwin Allen shows. And I watched pretty much every episode of, of um, Land of the Giants, but I'm hard pressed to remember any of it other than very vague bits and bobs. So I might be asking you questions as mm. to what plot things going on in this show because I, you sent me the link and I watched the episode. And it was called The Gold Golden Cage? The Golden, Golden Cage? Cage. Golden Cage. Yes. They should have called it The Big Turkey. Um, <laughs> and I was watching it, and I it brought back so many memories, but also so many questions. This is a very, very um, interesting show, but at the same time, incredibly boring.
1: I think, you know, if you had seen it, uh, on channel four you've got the, the advantage there of that you're watch, watching it on commercial television and yes. so there ev- every 15 minutes or yes, so you, yeah. you you get an advert break and you get a break from it they are difficult to watch
0: they all are, in this, one go because you know you know i'm, I'm a big um, lost in space fan and the format of lost in space is very i mean Owen allen he used to, he had hit on a format and he would stick with it no matter what. And when it was good, it was good, and when it was bad, it was bad. And he never seemed to vary it. And I think Lost in Space has an equally sort of inane format as this, but I think the main difference is almost the whole cast of Lost in Space and guest cast etc., are really interesting and really well acted and and there's there's interesting stuff going on it's as silly as silly can be but i think the trouble with this show and also it's sort of the nearest counterpart i can think of which is the time tunnel is it's, everyone involved is so bloody dull.
1: They are dull. They are boring. Yeah. The stories are dull and boring. it It's funny. It's not until you mentioned it that I've actually made the connection that, you know, Land of the Giants is very similar to Lost in Space in that you have a craft yeah. that is crash-landed. The occupants are trying to get home, the uh, the the FitzHugh character and Barry Dr. Smith, are yeah. Doctor Smith yeah. and Will, aren't they? Yep. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. is. He's reusing that. That was a success. We're going to do it again. Oh,
0: I, I think un- undoubtedly that was the case. It was uh, this. This is this was a success. Let's not stray too far from the formula. Now, one mm. of the, obviously one of the big things that that they missed out on here um, was there's no robot character. Um, so consequently, most of the humor's missing. Hmm. Um, everyone's playing it uh, dead earnest. And while that worked in Lost in Space, so you had like Guy Williams uh, and um, the the family were playing it dead straight, almost in a sort of swashbuckling style manner. Um, you had Dr. Smith, the robot, Will, and some of the guest stars doing a cheeky wink at the camera saying, yeah, we know yeah. this is crap. Yeah. But bear but... with us. There's a good joke at the end. And yeah. it's... It, it dragged along this hasn't got that i i found my general view of this episode and i think it reinforced my memory was that i quite i quite enjoyed fitz character but i didn't remember the kid at all he's so bland as is almost everyone else mm. um th- these all have counterpoints in some of the other shows don't they they you know you've got the same they're not deep characters these guys are they I mean, I can't um, remember the lead guy's name. Well,
1: that's what, Steve. You're talking Steve. about yes. Steve. Yeah. yeah,
0: Steve is a plank of wood.
1: Ah, but, right. See, I, I, I'm older than you, and I, my first, you, you know, uh, experience of Land of the Giants wasn't the Channel 4 repeats. It, it was sometime in the 70s when, you know, ITV showed yeah. it. I mean, it was ITV that showed initially all the early Irwin Allen ones, and I can clearly remember playing, you know, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea at junior school. I, I yes. can clearly remember whole plots of uh, Lost in Space. But really, my only abiding memories of Land of the Giants until I I, I got the DVD box set um, was, number one, the uh, bubblegum cards.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah Because
1: that. that was a big thing in the late yep. 60s with bubblegum cards. Um, the adverts for the... Aurora model kits, which were on the back of seemingly every yes. copy of my Batman comic, you had either the Spindrift model or the Diorama with the snake, the snake advert. Yes. And I wanted them so much.
0: Yep. Well, my, I remember when I must have been, oh God, I must have been about six or seven. And my, uh, my brother Tony was, a, he must have been about nine going on ten because there's a couple of years between us. And I remember we, my mum took us to, there was a local—I mean, this is this is and terribly. There was a local charity shop, and it was called the Hope Chest. I remember it so well, and it used to get stuff in um, of a science fiction na- nature, quite obviously. And I don't know where they ever got it from, you know, whether one of their patrons would was just a science fiction fan or something like that. And we went in there one day, and there's these two Aurora kits out there, totally unmade. Uh, of the invaders ufo and a spindrift so my what, in the box in the box absolutely right. you know not sealed or anything but but actually you know as new as you can get mm-hmm. and my mum bought them for us and my brother had the spindrift and i had the invaders ufo and we loved them and that's that was my first introduction really to to seeing something from land of the giants was this spindrift kit and it's uh, i mean it's one of the kits that still difficult to get hold of there is a reissue but even that goes for like 60 70 yes. quid um it's on my to get list so i've managed to track down all the other aurora kits but this the kit was amazing and i i, I was fascinated by the spindrift had little slidey doors it had little crew figures didn't have all the crew but you you had like the two pilots and the stewardess who has the most pointiest bra in that's the world. in my
1: notes <laughs> good Christ. lord it would take well, your eye out That it wouldn't, wouldn't it
0: yeah what well, way to go um, yes. <laughs> but yeah this this model was amazing and i i lusted after seeing this show i remember thinking because right, for some reason as a kid we watched voyage to the bottom of the sea that must have been on knew about that um Lost in Space we knew about. We'd obviously watched some of that. But we as a kid I'd never seen Land of the Giants, so I don't know why. No. What about I Time
1: can't... Tunnel? Did you see
0: that? Uh, time Tunnel, not until the Channel 4 repeats. Um, right. So it, it would be nice actually to get a list of all the the repeats that were done and try and tie together <coughs> when Which when one I did I you did.
1: see? Yes. yes. Because at,
0: at the time it was all everything I remember Star Trek was on, BBC because i loved kirk kirk was my role model and i had the little migo figures now and like i say voice bottom c i remember really well as a kid and like you like you playing it in the playground and mm. you know loved it um but yeah this this was a sort of a hidden one a bit like uh in the anderson shows joe Nighley, I as a kid i never saw joe uh, until, right, right until it started right. coming out on video um so it was quite a revelation to watch it, and you watched the first few episodes. I imagine you've probably not watched much of your box set. Well, this, this
1: this this box set, right? I I, I said to you, um, I've had it for about ten years, yeah. and I have yet to watch all the episodes. Yeah, um, I, it, do you
0: know, I, I'm not surprised. It's the exactly yeah. the same reason
1: as uh, I haven't with my box set of Time Tunnel, yeah. in that every so often I think. I really should watch another one. Yeah, and they are just such a plod to get through.
0: It's this is um, this is this is sixties television. This screams. This reminds me a bit of the the style of making of the original Trek. But then you watch this and you realise why the original Trek, although it was made in the same fashion, why it it grabbed people's imaginations and, and mm. ran with it, because it's so much more interesting. And such deeper ideas than than sort of this show had, and I, better I characters and yeah. better actors. What sort of age group do you think this was aimed at?
1: Oh, it's it's got to be oh I don't know the eight to twelve yeah. something yeah. like that, something to that. Yet, which is which is yeah. was my age that it it, yeah. it was appealing to my age group, but. Uh, Mm. Oh, two, two, two more things before we uh, crack on Steve. I did mention Steve. Uh, yes. two, two personal connections to Land of the Giants. Number one, I can desperately, f- f- feeling desperately that I, I wanted to be Steve when I grew up, right? And that was because I liked his hair. He's got, uh, it,
0: I was the same with Kirk. I wanted Kirk's hair.
1: Yeah, well, I wanted Steve's hair and I wanted his red jumpsuit. Yeah, I like you. You know what?
0: And that's the thing to say about this, program. I mean, Time Tunnel is probably just as boring, but the trouble is Time Tunnel looks cheap, I mm. think. This show looks amazing. Oh, yeah, It looks, I mean, you, you could almost, there's a few process shots that don't work, but you could almost say this was made a lot later than it was, it must've been expensive, I imagine.
1: It, it at the time, was the most expensive TV yeah, show you know, that, in, in US history, yeah. um, in US dollars at that yeah. time. A quarter of a million per episode.
0: What What does that equate to?
1: Well, that's a lot now. now. That equates that's, to a a lot. So, when, when was this made? Uh,
0: nineteen 1960... sixty-eight. It, okay, it so was right, released
1: in nineteen sixty-eight. Nineteen
0: sixty-eight dollars. Uh, how much today? Let's see if we can work this out. What an episode! Uh, okay, so a hundred dollars today equals almost eight. A hundred dollars then almost eight hundred dollars today. So. 800 Eight times, times a quarter of a million. Jesus. <laughs> that's, a, that's a motion but picture each week, isn't it?
1: It is, it, it is, you know. So um,
0: fair, fair dues to him on that. Um, hmm. Yeah, uh, before we, I suppose before we get into plot, overall feelings on this, and it, like I say, it's it's also tying into my memories from watching it on Channel 4. God knows how I got through the whole series. Is that, <laughs> I yeah, I quite liked Fitzhugh. Um, I loved the spindrift. And the full size, again, it's very lost in space. They've got a full size exterior and interior. Yep. I'm presuming the, the interior is separate.
1: I yes. Know, and head. doesn't quite match doesn't either. Quite the matter. the, that's, the, that's the like, inside is to bigger to see, than right? the outside.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I can live with that. Um, yeah. So great, great looking. Um, I, I mean, I had a huge crush on Diana Lund.
1: Well, that, um, you know, I said there were two personal yes. connections for me. Um same here, but Betty, yep. she of the pointy bits. Um, I think she was um, my first ever crush, even before yeah. I knew what a crush was. I, I think yeah, it was.
0: I can't. I can't make up my ha- mind whether her hair is a wig or not, though.
1: It looks like a wig, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: it's got that very nineteen sixties, and she's she's quite florid in that. She she looks like she's just run onto the set, which is she, like, Yes. Just, yeah. <laughs> Although I suppose I don't know that brow might weigh a bit, mightn't it? So she might be out of breath the whole time. <laughs> I, uh, mean, I couldn't believe that when she walks on. It's like, Jesus I know. Christ, it's, it, it's quite
1: incredible. It? It's a... I've yeah. never seen the appeal in, um, in Valerie, though. There's something about her. I, th- I, th- I, think, I think it's something to do with her eyes. There's something odd about her eyes. A
0: bit of going on.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I,
0: I, yeah, I've always, I've always, I was going to say I had a soft spot for him, but it was quite the opposite. <laughs> um, the other thing, the other thing, and I know he died recently. The other thing is, what a great actor, Don Henn, not Don Henson, what's his Don? Don. Oh, he plays Don. The guy that plays Don.
1: Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He was in Star Trek as well, yes, wasn't he? Yes, he? he
0: was. He was in the Galileo Seven. He's he's a really good actor. He's wasted. He gets a few good scenes in this. He's he, he, him and Fitzhugh are the only sort of bits of light. The other guy, Mark. I'd forgotten him completely. He appeared oh, and I thought, "Who's that?" <laughs> I'd forgotten him.
1: See, when I watch it, I mean, I don't think I've properly watched them since I was little no. until I got the DVD box set. And uh yes, yeah, uh, Betty was my crush, but now she just is a bit of a drip. Um yeah, Mark, I can't believe that he's this, you know, um you, you know, expert engineer.
0: No.
1: Yeah, Would no. I-
0: well, they say at one point in the show, they, they say, why, why should we bother rescuing Mark? And I go, well, don't forget, he's an engineer, and he could get us out of it. Well, he hasn't yet, hasn't, so I'm thinking <laughs> he's probably not going um, sort of, to. I couldn't work out what they were aiming at, because all the others are very broad characters. You've got Steve, Macho Hero, never going to do wrong. Yep. You've got uh, um, Don, I'll call him Don, I don't know what that's his name. Don, he's sort of macho but also he's got a bit of laughter about him a bit of a sense of humor he does a few of the comedy lines you've got the uh betty who's obviously you know the wet character gets in trouble you've got the feisty um diana lund character you've got the fitzhugh who's dr smithy but i can't work out what mark's meant to be because even in this episode he's so swinging in character from complete and utter twat to hero to misguided to... I don't know what... what
1: do Is he meant to be one, Don
0: you? from Lost in Space? Well, I, I don't know. I don't, he could be, but I don't think he's... Because they don't seem to get on. No. Um. I don't know what... I don't, well, the thing I thought about... I mean, he wears a waistcoat, so he, he's got a few points in his favour. But how do they keep their clothes clean?
1: Well, also, I mean, you know... I. We don't know how long, you know. It, it ran to two seasons, yeah. right? At the end of that second season, how long they've been on this planet? Yeah, yeah. Number one, how do they keep them clean? Don't they wear out? You would think they would yeah. do be doing, you know, an incredible shrinking man and and making new outfits out of what they could find.
0: But they, yeah, it's because this is a this is a commercial sub or a, a commercial orbital flight, isn't it? So they're not yeah. presumably going to have washing machines on board, no. unlike Jupiter 2 had a washing machine. Because <laughs> they had to do something, the women had to do something when they landed on the planet. Um, and it was the 60s. But this hasn't got a washing machine. And even in this, they, they have a, a drop-down fist fight where they're getting absolutely filthy and, you know, yep. clothes getting... And you think, the the next scene, it's perfectly clean. Were these, like... Did they... When is this meant to be set? It's
1: 1983. 1983.
0: Did they think by 1983 you would have, like, the man in the white suit type clothing? Maybe.
1: Just, Maybe so.
0: Dispelled.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, shall we talk about this uh, th- this thing? Let's talk about it. She's beautiful. She sure is. They really know how to bait a trap. Come on, there you go. You're going to leave her there? That's right. We can't. Come on, don't be a sucker. They've tried every trick in the book to grab us, and now they're using the oldest one of all. That girl is bait. So she's bait, but she's one of us. Our own size, look at
0: her.
1: We're talking about the episode The Golden Cage. Now, the reason we're doing this, as opposed to other things, is you don't have any of these on DVD, do you? I
0: don't know. Um, (laughs) The the Owen Allen shows tend to to be quite expensive, even now, to get on DVD. Um, So like i say i've got I've got lost in space uh, and that I think that's the only owell allen i've got um oh no and voyage and voyage right uh, because I couldn't justify the cost on this i think if it if it turned up cheap enough you know if you if you saw the box set for a ten or so i think i I might get it just to dip in and out, but I just couldn't see myself i don't think I've got enough life left
1: no really in, in my <laughs> Really, I mean, really. I mean, as I say, they're a slog to get through, yeah. Um, mainly because you're watching it all in one, you know, 50-minute yes. chunk. Um, And once I've watched it, it's like, oh, I'm not going to watch one of them for quite a while. You yeah. know, and that's how come I've had it uh, for so long and not watched them. I but- think the only
0: way you would get through it is if you if you forced yourself to watch one a week. You know, mm. uh, like, do the, do the old, uh, I'm pretending it's on TV type thing and you watch it every Monday or so but I don't know if I'd have the, no. the willpower to we, do it.
1: We've got all these podcasts to do and everything. I just don't have the yeah. spare time. No. Um, and so the reason we're doing the Golden Cage is that they are available on YouTube, but they're always being yes. Uh, yes. messed around a bit, aren't they? You well, know, they, with, they, with the sound or the picture. and
0: They, they do it to get around the, the, um, the bots, don't they, that patrol YouTube. So they'll put it in a, a weird frame or, like say, they'll reverse the picture. So that the algorithms that are in place to detect all this stuff can't, um, but it does mean, yeah. So you're you're watching, especially this episode, you're watching it in a a, a quarter of the screen size anyway. Mm.
1: Yeah. So sorry about yeah. that.
0: No, that's no, it's not it's not your fault. Um, weirdly, my notes for this one. Um, normally, I, I write notes for these ones because I don't. Unlike the Doc Two or the Mad Max, I don't know it that well so i, I make those um, and almost my entire notes are questions in this one which is really unusual right. you know, okay well we'll go, go through we'll
1: something. go through it okay. bit by bit um i'll tell you what is becoming um very apparent um by watching these episodes is yeah. every story is the same that the spaceship yes. never yeah. moves right, right. It, it it's it's where it crash landed and every week the the uh our folk Have an adventure that was within walking distance of that spaceship, which also seems to be it seems to be in some woods by a park in a city.
0: So so I've got a few questions you might be able to answer. So the only way this could work is if this this spindrist has crashed in like Central Park in New York. Mm. Because like you say, every week it requires the plot to walk past them. Yes. And by their own admission, they've not explored much of this world. Um, My first question that I wrote down is, is it ever explained why they assume they haven't just shrunk? Because they seem to, straight off the bat, go, this can't be the Earth, this is a different world. Even though everyone looks exactly like they're from... You know, America of the nineteen sixties. Mm-hmm. Everything is the same. All the plants are the same. I think, but at no point do they seem to think we've just shrunk. Let's try and contact our bosses or anything. Is no, there, is no, that no. explained?
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it shows you how fast things change. This this story we're doing is only the fifth episode, but in the first few episodes, when they first land, there there was a real um, uh, effort to try and. <coughs> make it look like it's not earth so the the giant the giants moved differently the giants moved slowly and oddly there they didn't speak english they everything was done to try and sell the idea that they are on a different planet um but that fell by the wayside almost immediately because then they start talking english you've got uh english writing they drive chrysler cars um no, um, it, it's set up in that first one, but then, no, it never occurs to them that we have shrunk, no. No,
0: I've got the, I've got the, uh, novelization of the first few episodes, and I got it out the attic to read it, and I, I couldn't be asked, to be honest, <laughs> apologies, um, didn't, just didn't get the time, um, so yeah, I was thinking, what, because if, if I'd have, if I'd have landed here, my first thought would have been, what the hell's happened, we've shrunk, uh, someone called the police. Um, but they they just immediately seem to go with the these are alien weirdos that want to like imprison us so mm. they hide, you know the, the spindrift is there it's bright orange um i'm presuming size wise judging by what we see thinking, it must be about what 3 foot, something like that
1: it's very three um I'm, I'm, you're going to love it um i've got lots of photos of valerie um posing with the spindrift oh. model um oh, yeah, and yeah, <laughs> and 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 that's the scale. Yes, it, it is about three feet. Yes, so
0: that that worked out better for them than when they got Sir Janice Rand in Star Trek to pose with the Enterprise model. Yes, well, yeah, I think I think around. you
1: would because she's yes. usually in a bikini while she's yes. holding the spin drift. I think that's you would appreciate funny. those ones more. Yeah. Um, while we're talking about the spin drift, did you yes. know that that wasn't its original name? It oh, wasn't no, going to be called no. that. It to be was fact, going... I
0: don't know a lot about any of the background of this show.
1: Well, so... as I said before we started recording, I did have a magazine with lots of information and I've, I can't find the bloody thing. Well, I wonder what um, it was
0: meant to be called.
1: I do know what the it was SS meant to be plot called.
0: Device.
1: Would you like to know what it was yeah, going I to be called? It would be interesting. It was going to be called The Shamrock.
0: The Shamrock, but it's, it's neither green nor Irish.
1: Nor Lucky For You.
0: Not very lucky. Well, not lucky for them. Um, I wonder why it's called The Spindrift as well. That sounds mm-hmm. like a washing machine,
1: doesn't it? It does a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the golden cage, the reason I chose this and, and said, take a look at this one, is this is the one that seems to be the, the least fiddled with to get past the bots, as you right, say. yes. Yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was
0: a nice print. It yeah. Right? yeah. Um, well, do you think that when... I mean, this is a bit on the nose, isn't it? Because I started watching this, and then about halfway through, you, the penny drops. Uh, and this is just the cage. This is Star Trek, the cage do you think they must have known that to call it the golden cage Do you think originally they just got the cage script and thought we'll just we'll amend it a bit and all they did was write it golden
1: <laughs> i would not be surprised i really wouldn't um you lucked out though as well because oh, really? as i say i do occasionally watch an episode yeah. and am um, i don't know i think i'm about halfway in a
0: worse one or something
1: well, no, I'm on about like disc four. I think it's a right. six disc set and I'm on about disc four and I can't remember the last time I saw the spindrift.
0: Oh, um, does it not I, appear that much? No,
1: no. So um, I think you lucked out because yeah. you you have some glorious shots of the spin oh, drift. Oh, yeah. It's, it's in like, this I way. mean,
0: like I say, this, this, this episode looks amazing. Um, The spindrift, the interior is really good. The exterior looks amazing. So, uh, yeah, that's got to be a budgety thing, is not it? Because... I suppose once you've introduced that the spindrift's there and that they're on it, you don't need to show it, do you? No. You could just have it start with them wandering about. Yeah, Yeah, that's clever... But cheapening
1: yeah the the yeah i mean i think the last one i saw which was a few weeks ago you've got a couple of of the team they get into a spot of bother someone gets captured so therefore they go back and find the others but not at the spin drift and then they come to rescue them
0: what you've just described there that is my overriding memory of every plot is uh a group will go off one of them will get captured by a giant or a device or something the other one will go back and get the others and they'll make one attempt that fails mm-hmm. and then they'll go back again and rescue the person and then rinse and repeat every week. These people are, unbel- even in this episode, they're unbelievably stupid. They certainly are. Let's talk about it then. I
1: mean, yes. we're, we've got Spindrift. Uh, Don, his character's Dan. Dan. He, he's Dan. Dan. Yeah. Um, and he's struggling with a carrot. He's He's, yes. he's taking this <laughs> carrot. Something
0: you wouldn't. Never think about. so my first question uh, after why did they assume they haven't shrunk my next question watching this first scene was how can i process food
1: well valerie does it she's obviously the cook isn't she this is yeah. 60s isn't it the man oh, yeah, brings yeah. home the, ho- uh, the the food yeah, home yeah. and then the woman cooks it you know i mean this is all lost in spaces again isn't it
0: yeah but size wise their their metabolism is not set up to process food at this scale, is it? It's the very. It's going to be fibrous. It's going. To, it's not going to work.
1: No, and even if it did, that carrot's going to go off before you can finish eating quickly, it. Yes, yeah.
0: I don't. I mean, later on, I have no idea what FitzHugh's going to do with that turkey. At best, he's going to consume one percent of it.
1: Well, he 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 starts blathering on about how he's going to fricassee it and yeah, this sort of thing. It? How yeah. are you going to cook it, mate? You know, maybe yeah. it's maybe the Spindrifts nuclear reactor will factory or something
0: they're they're worried they've run out of food haven't they this it, that's interesting because i assume this was later on in the the run because yeah they've run out of food and there's a danger that they might all starve to death so they're they're literally going looking under bushes <laughs> for old bits of food i mean that's not what you want your heroes doing is it kirk very rarely had to find bits of old food under a bush
1: i can't think of one instance of that no. um but I was also thinking, where did Dan get the carrot from? Because yeah. if he's pulled that out the ground, surely there are other carrots <laughs> what, there.
0: What, what begs my my imagination here is, what's happening in these woods that someone discards a carrot and their, <laughs> and their suspenders, their braces? Yes, yes. What were they doing?
1: You find this an awful lot, that they conveniently yes. find something. And as I yeah. say, I mean, this is a... a, a a small person's walk away from the spaceship, yeah. but they never ever find the spaceship.
0: They they can't go more than, uh, I mean, at, at best, let's give them three hundred yards for a normal-sized giant. Mm. They couldn't travel that with their tiny little legs, could they?
1: No, no. Um, so yeah, he brings in this carrot, which is yes. a nice model carrot. Um, yeah, and soon, Valerie guest
0: star on Lost in Space as an alien. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh yes, oh boy, um yeah. Valerie says she's going to chop it up and put it yes. with the the bread cruster and the raspberry that they've yeah. got.
0: I mean, it sounds. I mean, I might be committing suicide if I was on this planet. To be fair, I I I'd go and let the giants have me. Mm. you know If that's what they're living on, carrot, raspberry,
1: and, and bread a crumb. Bit, and a breadcrumb. Yeah, oh. I love how she goes into the galley, yes. which is uh, next door, and there's a wooden sideboard in there. Yeah. I don't know why this high tech, you know, um your orbital passenger plane has a wooden sideboard in it.
0: Um, style. Yeah style, baby, style.
1: And there yeah, yeah, here she comes. Betty and Barry return. Um yes. and, and I've written I've got written on my notes, Betty's outrageous pointy bra. Yeah,
0: my, I've got wow, pointy bra, <laughs> three exclamation marks. <laughs> um it, it could take you out. If she fell over it, she's not getting up again, is she? She's embedded what the ground
1: i mean i was around then but 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 wh- why 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 is that a, a sensible fashion choice
0: to have pointy
1: bras
0: know, it was the 60s wasn't it it's just amazing i noticed that everyone else gets a, a coat to wear as well she gets a skin tight sweater she does yeah she, she does. doesn't get a jacket to wear, which is horrendously possibly the most realistic part of this that that uh, an airline hostess of the 60s was dressed up for sexual reasons. So perhaps this, this is her this is her airline issue bra. It mm. doubles as a flotation aid. It?
1: You just remind so, me that she was a stewardess. And, and you yeah. know, it, it, it is the strangest thing. Betty is played uh, by somebody called uh, Heather Young, right? Yes. I, I used to work with a projectionist called Heather Young, and oh, she really? stopped being a projectionist, and she went off to become an airline stewardess.
0: Wow! Did she have a pointy brow? Not not when she worked with
1: me. Maybe <laughs> when get... she was on the plane, but <laughs> that yeah. would
0: be a danger to the uh, the film going in the gate, wouldn't it? it <laughs> <it'll turn sideways.
1: laughs> you smash a portal if you get yeah. too close. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, they come running back because they're being pursued by two giants. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, the, and they've these got shots with the giants in um, sometimes they work, but sometimes it's. It's a, it's an obvious, obvious process shot, and sometimes it doesn't quite work, does it? Later on, there's a shot where it doesn't quite work. But on the whole, yeah, it's okay. But i tell you what's not
1: okay. They look so bored. These, oh, these two yeah. guys look just so bored. And later on, we find out that they are scientists. They're part yeah. of this group.
0: Well, they're meant to be scientists that are actively looking for the... The, the 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 little people the little people, yeah, I don't know what we're going to call f- for our crew, um yet they don't seem to do any like sweeping of bushes, no, nope. do they? they don't seem to even be looking down, no nope. perhaps he's looking he's the one that lost his suspenders and he's looking for them.
1: <laughs> they just not what weren't looking for them at yeah. all, yeah, um they are looking around, they fail to see this orange ship with the yeah. pulsing lights. On it, but, but they we, hear Fitzhugh yeah. coughing.
0: Yeah, so Fitzhugh. This, the so in my notes, I've put comedy choking. Fitzhugh is inside Spindrift. This is the equivalent of a uh, like a, a jumbo jet, a, a commercial aircraft. Um, it's designed to be uh, a sealed environment, so generally, generally, they're quite well insulated as well. Um, but yeah, they. They're all being quiet in that sort of submarine-y way. Like, Don't recognise. Mm. And then, of course, Fitzhugh, who already has shown himself to be a gluttonous coward, um, he's been eating everyone else's cracker ration, and he uh, he starts to comedy choke on it, doesn't he? Mm. Yeah. Um, and we get the old uh, try and keep him quiet. Oh, it was. This must have been old in the sixties. I remember like bloody Abbott and Costello doing these. Yes.
1: Shows. Yeah. Okay, well, the, the two that are missing are Steve and yes. Mark, and that, that are off wandering around. As I say, Steve's hair and red suit. Um, yep. I, I've written it's, that, it's, ad- yeah, that down. It's
0: very, it reminds me very much of the um, the um, Black Hole jumpsuits. I know this mm. is a two-parter, but yeah, I do like that look. It's a good, it's a good design, that. Um, yeah, Mark appeared, and I thought, who is he? I don't remember him at all.
1: He's trying to be Burt Lancaster. Yes. I think the way he, he, he's, he's acting, and I think he reckons himself as a bit of a Burt Lancaster, um, and uh, yeah, they're wandering along, and they find a lantern hanging from yes. a branch, and below it you've got a glass jar. Did
0: did your mind fill in with uh, Mad Max going that? That's bait.
1: <laughs> as soon as he says yeah. <laughs> it, as soon as Steve goes, "That's bait," it's like bloody yeah. hell. You know?
0: It's like wow, well, they they invented that meme before. Um, yeah, so. So you've oh my god you've got this like this scantily clad girl in a in a jar and this is their bait for the little people um and I I thought this is this is amazing who what scientists would come up with this but then they're right aren't they because Mark's immediately with you get the old uh, Captain Kirk in love music and Mark's yeah. immediately smitten with her he's immediately he's- in love.
1: E. Smith, but before we get into the smitten, we have got the opening titles because oh, that was just the, the opening, titles, yeah. an uh, utter and outright classic. Yeah, uh, absolutely. The, the music and the animation. Amazing. Yeah. Um. I also, I, I miss these things. I remember this from the seventies when I used to watch all the detective yeah. shows, where oh, you have yeah. the the almost the freeze frame portrait of each actor. Yes. And then their name underneath, you know. I, I
0: absolutely love it. You used to get, so like Lost in Space did a very good one on season two. And I, my favourite ever titles for doing this was um, Streets of San Francisco. Yes. Where, where the two bars would come across and make the picture. Oh, I, they were such good, good, so good at titles in the 60s. Yeah. of class. And you you look at some of today's programmes, like I was watching Discovery earlier today and the titles are utter crap. Um, we've, we've lost the art of making titles that draw you in no one's going to no accidentally flick a channel never seen Discovery before watch these boring ass titles and go you know what I'm going to give this a go mm. but if you flicked over and heard this music and saw these titles you're going I'm watching this
1: yeah, well, of well, course, look, the music—it's yeah. John Williams, isn't yes, it? yeah, yeah John you know, or Johnny Williams, Johnny as he's Williams, yes, Johnny yes, Williams, yeah. as he's called. And no, it's a total and utter classic opening titles, far more thrilling and entertaining than the other forty-eight minutes that you're going to get.
0: Yes. Yep. you know, I um, I, I used to have the uh, uh, fancy world of Irwin Allen CD box set. I I sold it when about four or five moves back. Um, I wish I'd have kept it because it was it was a, a nice box set of all the different shows. And yeah, I I would play the time tunnel music over and over. I love this theme, and and the, the the credits are really good. Yeah, really, really good. Yeah.
1: Um. Yes, and after that, yeah, Steve does the Fury Road Max thing. That's yes. bait. Mark knows that it's a trap. Yeah. But he but, he reckons yeah. he, he's got to rescue her.
0: Yeah. See, I I quite like Steve's attitude in this um again very he reminds me of um uh the the father in lost in space um he he John Robinson he he mm. reminds me so much of that because he's pragmatic and he's putting the safety of the group above anyone that just happened to wander across the spaceship and he does this and this and i'm thinking you yeah it's sensible stuff steve sensible stuff i applaud you but yeah mark is immediately with um we've got to rescue her she's a girl um and yeah i thought because later on he's holding hands with um diana lund and it's Mm. like were they romantic together i don't i imagine no one was ever romantic in this show but was that the idea
1: this story the golden cage is the only time any of the our crew ever get romantic ever it's mark with this girl right? right but in real life mark married
0: valerie he married I mean, Diana. Yes, I mean I, I don't blame them. They're both good-looking people. Hmm. Yeah. Um, he's got his own waistcoat, you know. uh,
1: <laughs> But
0: this, um, this, I mean, this this girl that's playing the bait. oh, she's wet, isn't she? Jesus. Do you
1: recognise her from something?
0: I, I vaguely recognised her. I couldn't say what it was from. She just seemed to. I mean, she's. This is again. This is this is the point which I went. Hang on a minute. Because she's playing it exactly like Susan Oliver in The Cage. To the same incline, the same inflection on the voice, the way she's playing, it, but not I don't think she's good an actress. She's not carrying it off. Hmm. But no, what so what was she in? She, well her
1: name on? is Celeste Yarnell, okay, and right. you have seen her in, in something. She was in Star Trek.
0: Oh right, right. Who right. Did she, she, play?
1: she played Yeoman Martha Landon
0: in The Apple. Oh, right, okay. Not okay. one of my favourite episodes, but I will have to dig it out and have a look. Yes. I'm presuming she uh, she probably got threatened and, you know, clutched Kirk at some point. Well, didn't they all? They did, yeah. It was part of the job description. Yeah. Um. So,
1: yeah, they have a squabble, don't they? They have this yes. big squabble. Um. But, um. you know, Steve's in charge, so he orders, yeah. you know, Mark back to the spin. Yeah, well, I,
0: my notes say, Steve is sensible, and then we both know it's a trap. So what? And I put, oh, how stupid! Yeah, he actually says that, Mark, don't he? Yes. He goes, we both know it's a trap. So what? It's like, wow, <sighs> Jesus!
1: Mm. You're we wearing a ta-
0: mask during the pandemic, are you, Mark?
1: <laughs> Shall we talk about it now or later? The actual logic of having this girl in a glass jar.
0: I think let's discuss it now, yeah, because it's. I mean, it, th- th- I thought that the logic is mad, but it works. Mm. So I don't know. Perhaps he's scientist. Um The other, th- yeah, so she's in a glass jar with a very easy to get off stopper lid. Um, but what did, did they literally just like wander around the woods, randomly putting this girl?
1: They must be, because they've never encountered her before. No. The, the, the scientists must know that somewhere around here the little people are. So, yeah, every so often... Does,
0: is this ever is this ever picked up again? Does she appear again? Do they explain? Because no. No. I was thinking, so these scientists, they, they know the little people exist, and they want one to study, but they've already got one.
1: They've already got one, yes. Unless they want a breeding pair.
0: Well, that's, what, that, that's exactly in my notes I have put that because that's where I thought it was going to go because that's what the cage is about, isn't it? That they, mm. they've got one, they want another. And I thought they were going to get to the point where they go to the house that the reason they want to all play happy families is because they want to breed more of these little people. Um, but they don't quite go that final step. And I presume that's more about the censorship mm. at the time than it was about them not wanting to copy it completely. But yeah, I don't know what these scientists are getting out of this
1: but also um, i mean that they're, they're gonna have to say to the girl we're gonna put you in this jar yeah. we're gonna put you in a negligee first god knows where they made a negligee I, that would fit i just her.
0: imagine i imagine you know the science we see later on the fully working television set i imagine i can just picture him sat at his sewing <laughs> machine sewing this <laughs> tiny little negligee
1: all right, so yeah. they give her a negligee, put her in the jar, say to her, just lay it, lay on the cushions yeah. and brush your hair.
0: Yeah. Day you, in and I mean, day out, is yeah. this? Well, I think so. I, I, I originally thought, she's going to get bored, but then when you speak to her, or when she starts speaking, you don't speak to her, um, you realise she's thick as two short yes. planks. Yes, yes. So I imagine she... I, seriously, I thought the twist at the end was going to be she was a, an automated robot you know that they've created one to Mm. and that would have made more sense the way she's acting the fact that they've already got a little person it would have made more sense if like you know (laughs) mark goes in for a quick feely and her buttock plate falls off (laughs) or something um and it turns out she's a a a wind-up toy i do you know i would have preferred that i would i would have saluted him at that point go well played episode well played because otherwise, it makes no sense. Whatsoever. It would have been
1: more interesting that yeah. way, wouldn't it?
0: I think. Anyway, because so. the fact that they never mention this again is just amazing.
1: Yep, yep. I've got a bit more information right, later so. about that, which makes it even more puzzling. Wow. All right. Um. So as they're making their way back, you've got you've got Betty and the others. They've gone to the picnic yeah. site because they they were on their yeah. way to a picnic site they're when asked they the encountered them. baskets. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> like, they, so, there's a picnic site, a picnic within, site walking within walking distance. distance. Yep. So, they could always go there for leftovers. Yeah. But also, the people who go to the picnic site never encounter this orange spaceship with the no. red glowing lights.
0: No. And they never They never see any of the other adventurous bits that happen. Because a lot of giants walk past. A lot of things happen in this series. And yeah, I, I would love it if they were having like one of these episodes later on they just hand the camera around and there's a family sat at these seats eating sandwiches.
1: (laughs) Now, Betty, in this scene, right, (laughs) she mentions something, and I've never thought about it before. She says, we better get the food before the ants get to it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's a point. We never see any ants in Land of the Giants. It'd be really good if if we had a them cast-off ant.
0: Well, the thing, I mean this has been said before but it is true so um this had uh, the budget of each episode was a small feature film we've just worked mm-hmm. out um and they never meet any creatures doctor who did this storyline um in hartnell's time and we get to see a giant ant a giant fly a giant yep. cat a giant her- Remember? and that was on a budget of four pound eighty <laughs> um yeah, why? I don't know why they didn't do... Because there's, there's that's a whole new storyline idea, isn't it? Yeah. Battling the insects. I mean, were they ever bothered by a raccoon or anything?
1: No, we we only ever see dogs and cats, the yeah. usual things, a don't turkey. we? Turkeys and a turkey.
0: Evidently walk <laughs> wild in these woods. We, we,
1: well, it is another planet. They, they, there's a tip-off that they're not in America, that you have wild turkeys wandering the woods yeah. near, the uh, uh, near the picnic site. Near the
0: picnic site where people are removing their trousers. Yes. This is getting very dodgy, isn't it?
1: It is. Um, Mark escapes, doesn't he? He sneaks back. Yes. He, he, he's sulking at the ship, but then sneaks back, opens this mesh lid to the jar, rescues the girl, um, and that's when the giants come back. Now, they clearly see Mark and the girl, yeah, but this, ignore this, them.
0: This is where I don't think the... Pro- I mean, the process shot is not great on this one. But the, the way it's blocked out as well doesn't work at all. So, yeah, they, they should see him straight away, mm-hmm. um, the way it's shot. They, I mean, at one point, he's almost looking down at where Mark is, yep. but doesn't see him. Nope. Plot, plot device. Plot device. Also, if she's if she's in on this plan, we don't know she's in on it yet, but she's in on this plan. She sees her two people come. Why doesn't she scream out to him?
1: That's another good point,
0: yeah. Yeah. What? what is, this is just
1: overly complicated, unnecessarily complicated. Unnecessarily
0: complicated. This plan, so, yes. Yeah, it's like when Steve goes back, I think it was just the scene before, when he goes back to Spindrift, they spend the whole scene with him not telling them anything. Mm. And it's like, why are you stringing this out?
1: Padding, I, th- I suppose. Yeah, I
0: suppose it could be, yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, Mark's alone with the girl, and she says that she was on a spaceship that crashed yeah um and she vaguely remembers that there were two other people on the ship with her and Mark realizes that she's the daughter of a great engineer who yeah. who fifteen years ago flew with his wife and daughter to Paris and vanished now the spindrift was on its way to London, wasn't it yes. so it it must be one of these you know you know. Moving, High altitude, yeah. planes. It's things. a moving
0: phenomena, in, in in in, I mean, we don't, we never really find out. You know that where this portal is or what it's doing, but yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. This, but it also means that. Um, so this this girl is, what twenty two tops? Mm-hmm. I mean, she acts she acts more like she's an older teenager, like eighteen nineteen. Um, so they've been raising her. I mean, it could explain why she's so thick.
1: These scientists must have found the spaceship or yeah. at least found her and her parents, because the yes. two others are her parents. Um, And at some point, the parents died. I don't know if it's a yeah. lab experiment. Well, or... I'm presuming
0: if, if they're the sort of scientists that think that putting a girl in a jar and just leaving her under a tree is is a good experiment to do, then yeah, they probably killed the parents haven't it in one way or another let's yeah. see how long they can live underwater oh, oh dear. <laughs> yeah yeah um, what what are the science what do the scientists want out of this does does the i was gonna say the earth forces but it's not earth do, it does do the giants know that the small people exist in general in this show
1: yes because there are you know rewards out for their capture oh, and okay. stuff like that and and then later on it becomes almost like um uh the incredible hulk where you have a policeman who's dedicated to tracking oh, them down God. and
0: how hard it, can it be to find a big orange spaceship that doesn't move
1: that pulses as well pulses yeah yes.
0: make some sort of noise mm, just yeah. follow the trail of breadcrumbs and it that cuz you know what? we 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 had a rat living in our garden <laughs> and uh he uh he would i found out because I would start to see these trails in the grass, so pressed-down grass going from under the, the deck in to where the bird food was, and after about a week, this was—it was like a trench. So all they've got to do is follow FitzHugh's trench, Well right. <laughs> now find this ship.
1: Yeah, well, ta- eBay. Ta- talking about FitzHugh, right? That, yes. Whenever they split up into teams, it's always FitzHugh and Barry. Well this um, is Dr.
0: Smith and, and, and Will, Will isn't That's it? exactly what I think. And unfortunately they, they have zero chemistry. Whereas Dr. Smith and Will and the robot had the best chemistry ever. But yeah, you I mean this the the young lad in this is I mean he he's much younger I think than than uh, Will was. And he's not very good. No. No. He's not very good. Was did he play the um did he play the the genie in one of the Sinbad films?
1: No, I know why is you're that, thinking yeah. that. Yeah, that, you're thinking about. Me of, that round round face kid. Yeah. He does look like him, doesn't he? No, yes, no, no, yeah. no, 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 he, no.
0: He's not that. He's not Perhaps that. So uh, they with right kids age. in sixties <laughs> Hollywood. Um, yeah, <laughs> and there's no so immediately, Fitzhugh goes into the Doctor Smith thing, isn't it? Of of. I don't want to do this because it's a lot of work. Oh, I'm hungry. I want to get some food. Oh, I'm a bit of a coward. He's—he's got a bit of—he's got a bit of, he's got a bit of uh, personality. The guy playing Fitzhugh, so he gets away with a bit of it. But he's so poorly written. Hmm. Um. Again, my my thing with Doctor Smith was always after the eighth time he's put the family in trouble. Why don't they just get rid of it? Yeah. Yeah. And you sort of can cover that up because. You know, John Robinson's a bit of a Boy Scout, and he would never knowingly leave Doctor Smith. Okay. But these lot don't seem like that, do they? I would, I would be. I would go out into the woods with Fitzhugh and come back and say uh, a, a stoke got him. <laughs>
1: Or a turkey, because that's turkey. what turns up now. <laughs>
0: a turkey just wanders by. As if by magic, a turkey appears. Yeah, by the, by, the,
1: uh, by, by the method of rear projection, the, uh, yes. the, the actors are in front of a cinema screen, and yes, with a rear projection of a turkey. I, when first watching it, I thought this was just like, you know, stock footage of a turkey, but no, this was specially done because of no. what they do to it coming up. Um, because Fitzhugh wants to kill it, Yes, and then, he immediately
0: wants to kill it and eat it. I don't know yeah. how, how he's planning to cook it or, you know, stuff it even. I don't know. Um, but the, I think we've answered your question as to why they didn't meet a lot of creatures, because this is terrible.
1: <laughs> it is awful, isn't it? Yep. Fitzhugh all of a sudden goes, oh, remember those suspenders and the nail yes, that we
0: found? Yes, yeah. <laughs> What I mean, I'm presuming this is un this is under a bush that would also had a couple of porn mags in it or something. I don't know. <sighs> Good lord! Yeah, a pair of suspenders, and and we get a whole comedy sequence of him dragging these suspenders back now, to where the turkey hasn't moved. No,
1: no. Um, I mean the um the suspenders um <laughs> look like uh that that that, that they're not. I I think I mean, they're what, the let's suspenders let's you, say, you have for socks, aren't they?
0: Well yeah, we're saying suspenders as in the the American form of braces. Yeah, if you're UK we're, not, we're talking yeah. braces, yeah. Yeah, if you're if you're in the UK and think that, that he's found some like fishnet stockings.
1: <laughs> they're not piano's no no no. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, um, no. I, yeah,
0: I, I I think they're not big enough to be um trouser braces. I think you're right there. Some cause, somebody cause for somebody's some, sock. From what I can gather from watching television about the sixties, men all wore so- sock suspenders.
1: What yes, was
0: it's weird. I mean, when when elasticated socks come out, it must have absolutely devastated the sock <laughs> suspender industry. <laughs>
1: I've I haven't seen a factory making them for a very long no, time. No. Yeah, I
0: think I'll be so, so uncomfortable as well.
1: Yeah, and it's very unconvincing. Okay, they've gone to the trouble of. I mean, pre- presumably this suspender stroke brace is. Uh, is a bespoke item made just for this story. And they've gone to a yeah. lot of effort. It looks oh, convincing. Yeah, it looks all right. yeah. Um, but yeah, he's going to make it into a catapult, isn't he? Yes. He's found this yeah. tree that has convenient <laughs> two, two uh, uh, trunks to it.
0: Yes, which the turkey is still stood in front of, luckily. Would
1: the, I, I was thinking, would the turkey have tried eating them?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think turkeys will peck at anything, won't they? They would, not, wouldn't they? Yeah, I think they're a bit. They're, they're a bit of a um, a bird that will eat anything it finds, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I in think. which case, they're in a lot of trouble at the moment.
0: Yeah. He might have ended up as the stuffing in the turkey, right?
1: Yes, yeah.
0: So, that, yeah, you, I, I, if I was the kid, while he's fiddling about with that, knock him on the head, let the turkey eat him, go back and say, sorry, guys, Fitzhugh's <laughs> been eaten by a giant wild turkey <laughs> while we were setting up a catapult from a pair of old suspenders.
1: And a nail. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, Barry.
0: Um, Get off and
1: play. (laughs) While this is happening, Marna—that's her name. Uh, Marna,
0: yeah. So, so yeah, she. So the first thing she worries about, and this must have affected all people in the sixties, especially women. uh, She's worried. She's—is she beautiful? Hmm. That's her main concern. Is that will other people think she's beautiful? Oh, I wonder, her.
1: Oh, she's. It's not good. It's not good. Um, she says it's not a trap. No, it's not a trap. If. If I take you back, and you can see for yourself that it's not a trap. Yeah. Um. And so off they go, Wouldn't and they they... Been
0: better then. This doesn't make sense either. So, so their their plan is that <coughs> they they want to convince him to stay. Yes. Yeah. So why didn't they just have her looking around the woods rather than set her up as an obvious trap, a bait? Yeah. that would immediately put everyone on their guard. If she had just turned up at the camp and said, and, and got to know them and said, you know, oh, I've, I've made a house over here. Come and have a look. Wouldn't that have been better than putting a big neon sign above her saying, bait? Big, yeah. Big, I don't
1: understand all this. They've gone to the trouble of... Right. She takes Mark to, like, a gate... And yes. in the gate there's a little Which, door.
0: Again, this entire building that this is in is within walking distance of the spindrift. Yep. Because yep. they're worried later on that they go different ways to try and put them off the scent of going direct back to the spindrift. So it's a busy woods, this. End. And I
1: Right. There there's a giant's a giant's gate yes yeah, with a little gate. door in the bottom yeah like a cat flap yeah like a cat flap yes and you go through that and she's got a perfectly in scale yep house
0: now you're you're a model maker like mm-hmm. you're a model maker um what was the, what was your first thought on seeing this house mine was that how the hell did they get everything so perfectly scaled in thicknesses yeah yeah
1: who made everything perfectly to yep. their scale i have yeah, written
0: because one of the things you know we've, we've built dioramas and things like that and one of the one of the big dilemmas you've got when you make something miniature is getting the scale thickness of things yep because a, a piece of paper outside is not if you just cut a square of paper it looks wrong because in a 172nd scale world that bit of paper suddenly to the 172nd scale person it's about a foot thick just hmm. you not know, every single thing in this is perfect the flowers the TV set, the chairs, the windows, the curtains. Everything's perfect. This annoying... And it's not... I, I can't just blame this show because every time they do this in anything, if they haven't got the budget to build it properly, this is what they do. And they do it in The Incredible Shrinking Man as well, aren't they, where it's its the doll's house, but it's just normal furniture. Um, and it's budget-wise, but I'd love to see a a show that does this and they build props that look like scaled up versions of props that have been scaled down if that makes any sense
1: i hear what you're saying i would
0: love to see that
1: yeah because this is like this is some craftsmanship you oh, know man. this you know, house the, these
0: scientists should give up on this stupid trapping these people and start selling dolls houses it's like the lights
1: the outside yeah. lights work you know <laughs> you go inside and there's a working tv set yeah Perfectly, perfectly in scale to her
0: they've, they've made a working tv set yeah
1: all to her scale Yep. Yeah. so this house that they've made yeah. is this just part of the enticement for our crew or is this is where she's been living for 15 years
0: well, i think this is where she's been living and I, this this was part of the, my question where i said do they carry on with this storyline because i couldn't remember it at all uh, and I and and the fact they don't obviously answers that. But what? Yeah. What is the thing? Is is it? What are they going What are the scientists going to do when Mark's there? Are they just big old perverts?
1: <laughs> well, that one on the screen definitely looks the, a candidate a to of be. Of that, yeah. Yes. Yes. <coughs> um, no, I I I don't I don't understand all of this. I really don't. Um, and I don't understand if she's been living for fifteen yeah. years in this little house by herself with. Giants talking to her on the TV, or she could go off with this group of six or seven, you know, people, you know, from Earth, yeah. and, and and escape. Mind you, you like you say, she's thick as two yes. short planks, well, isn't she? I,
0: I suppose she might have Stockholm syndrome, might she, where she she thinks this is life, oh, maybe, uh, and and that they're thing, working with her. I mean, it means that these people haven't mistreated her in fifteen years. So I don't know what the threat, really, to everyone else is there. Because, I, again, I don't know what these people want to do. They might be honest and go, you yeah, know, we'll, we'll treat you as pets. You can sit in front of our fire and purr, you know. Um, but bearing in mind, all of this is is emoted by these two blocks of wood. Yes. Mark and... and Marner. Mark
1: and Marna, uh, yeah. They
0: they no interest whatsoever, these actors. What the hell is going on? Were they bored by episode five?
1: I think, I think so. I think yeah. so. But, you know, she hasn't got a comfortable life. I mean, she's no. got... There's this white line on the floor. Yes. She's not allowed to cross it. While, she's not allowed to go to the door, which leads to... She's got an allotment, apparently, she's quite yeah. proud of. And it's through that door. But you can't go through that door when the white line is on the floor.
0: But, But, I mean, A... I... I Put it in my notes, she's a mouse, we get it. So, I imagine they're doing things, but in the cage, in the static version of Cage, this sequence made sense. So, so, um, uh, I've forgotten, I name, Verna, v- Varna, Varna but, Vera, so, something so like she, that. So, she had certain rules that she had to obey, but there was a reason for it. So, she, she couldn't do anything that might break their hold on her and like emotions, things like that they would mistreat her, they wouldn't feed her. So those rules... But this makes no sense. So you can tend your garden except when we put down this bit of tape. Yes. But what, what... Other than the fact, like I say, it might be that the scientists are doing the old seeing which way the mouse goes and trying to trying to, you know, train her. But you only do that on mice to gauge intelligence. You're speaking to her. <laughs> I don't understand what this plot point is. No, I don't at all. And that's why I thought, oh, perhaps there's a later episode, because it ends suddenly, this episode. And um, I thought, oh, I wonder what, what the outcome of this is. What, what, what experiments are they doing? Why can't she go out in the garden at certain times? Because she knows they're giants. Yes. It's not like they, they don't want her to see her, so they tell her, stay in and we'll change your dirt tray outside. Because that's <laughs> the other thing. They must have made working plumbing
1: and and in-scale toilet rolls.
0: In-scale toilet rolls. In-scale feminine hygiene products.
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that one. It's, this, <laughs>
0: this doesn't make any sense. Oh.
1: And as I say, this plot point a- achieves nothing except to make Mark say, You're, this isn't right. It, yeah. I suppose it's there to just make um, Mark change his mind about any sort of being lured there
0: but he already i mean yeah he already knew this i'm holding my head now this is so (laughs) he already knew this was a trap yes so how is this a surprise to him that it's confirmed that it's a trap
1: that's another good point
0: yes Hmm. it's not very consistently written is it but never mind this fight
1: very nice ian um there you go the Giants have given... I okay, guess, copyright struck. <laughs> the Giants have given, Mark, a giant diamond. <laughs> what is that all about?
0: <laughs> oh, can... <coughs> oh, my God. They give him this suitcase, and I think, oh, my God, what's in this? What are... and they open it, and it's a giant diamond. What's he going to spend it on? What use is it to yeah. them? Oh, God. And he get... she goes, It's real. <laughs> 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 Who cares? oh uh, good lord i mean it turns out as um like a radioactive isotope or something in it isn't it and yeah reason. it's like the a homing pathetic... device well, well, it... so the idea is that they can then track uh they can track mark by this diamond but when we see him later on the range of their detectors is about two inches they're yes. literally sweeping it like a metal detector so they've got to cover the entire woods to find this thing Oh, oh dear god it's stupid yeah meanwhile nice, nice looking diamond prop
1: yeah very nice yeah do you know what?
0: Uh, that that would work on lost in space you do it to dr smith and his greed he goes oh it's a diamond because he he would do that every but what what is mark going to do with this diamond in
1: other shows they'd say oh we can use it to power the uh yeah. uh the yeah. engines or something like that but uh but I, I've, it is a very nice-looking diamond. I think, I yeah. mean, I know that a lot of the props on Land of the Giants were leftovers from Lost yeah. in Space. Again, you know, Erwin Allen, he, he reused everything. So yeah, why not? it could well be that, you, you know. Yeah, it um, was
0: used in a Lost in Space tempting Dr. Smith type prop,
1: yeah. Yeah, when we were um, doing uh, The Incredible Shrinking Man, apparently, yeah, some of the props in that, Surfaced on Land of the Giants, uh, right. but uh, they're not here. I no. I can't remember in in the Incredible Shrinking Man there being suspenders. Uh, no, at no, all.
0: I, I don't remember that. Mm.
1: Um, so knows? so so yeah, they sniff a rat. They realise yeah. you know that they can be tracked all the while they've got the diamond. So hey, let's tie it to the turkey's leg.
0: Yeah. Well, we we so.
1: Oh, we've missed out on the, yeah, the, 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 out. the, the, the comedy moment of uh, um, Fitzhugh trying to fire the catapult, which goes hilariously wrong.
0: Yeah, so we we, we missed out a few things. We get, we get the obligatory 1960s fist fight yes. between Mark and, and, and Steve, Steve for, for the limpest of reasons. So they have this knockdown fight and then at the end of it, they get up and manly shake hands and Mark goes, yeah, I was, you know, I was wrong all along or whatever. Um, yeah, then we get the the hilarious scenes of um, FitzHugh. So he sets up this catapult, and luckily the turkey wanders into the view, you know, the sights of his catapult. And then we get this interminably weird shot of of him running backwards and forwards up the length of the <laughs> suspenders. And I think, what's he doing? And I don't know whether he's meant to be adjusting it or doing something. And then he finally he pulls it back, and it's he puts no effort into pulling this thing back. In right. real life, he would have let go of the the sharpened stick and it would have dropped vertically yeah yep. there's no tension in these things and it cuts away before he lets go and then you get sort of the look on the pe the other viewers the the, the kid and that watching its faces and then it cuts back and somehow his arrow missed which wasn't a surprise but then the turkey got the suspenders tied round its leg mm. and Fitzhugh is is really excited about this because he wants to immediately go and kill it but um uh, they they say we've got to go and meet Steve, and that's when they go back.
1: That's right. Now yeah. we're up, now we're yeah. up to speed, aren't we? Yes. Yeah. Um, I do find it very uncomfortable now. You know when you see that you've used a real animal uh, for entertainment, and they got a real yeah. turkey, and they, and they did tether it. Out. Out. Yeah. I, I, okay, that's not as extreme as maybe on an old Flash Gordon yeah. or or an Erwin Allen. Um, you know. Uh, Journey to the centre of the earth, where yeah, you had the
0: poor old lizards. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean,
0: I, I always, I'm a bit of a, a massive hypocrite in this. That, yeah, I, I watched this and I thought that's not very really nice to Turkey. And I thought in two weeks' time, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> it's Christmas. Yes, uh, but it is a bit. I don't like see. I don't want to see animals suffer. I no. eat them, and I hope they don't suffer when they're killed. But I don't want to see them suffering on a, a for a TV show, it's like we're in the westerns of this era when before you had like uh uh Peter looking after the animal rights, you knew a lot of these horses when he chipped oh, yeah. them up died. Yeah, it's I mean, how, yeah. many, how many lasses did they get through?
1: Yeah, you watch Spartacus, the amount of horses that oh, go over in shocking, Spartacus, yeah. you know, or Ben Hur, you know. Yeah, the
0: actors of like, whenever you hear about an actor dying, it's very sad, but. They're there by choice.
1: Yes, you know yeah, that bloody um, horse didn't have a choice. Yeah,
0: had no choice. It would not be wanting to jump a fiery rope or something in real life. Mm. Uh, and I, you know, I felt that a bit with the turkey. Yeah. Thing.
1: But he's let free though, isn't he? He's. Uh, he, you know, they they cut the suspender and off he yeah, goes. So,
0: so luckily, the two plots finally shamble towards each other. So. Uh, yeah, Steve says, we're going to take the, the radioactive diamond back and we're going to tie it to the turkey's leg so that it will run off and the giants will be led away. Now, we've seen the giants look for this, and like I say, they're using sort of almost handheld Geiger counters mm-hmm. that don't have a big range because they're sweeping them over each bush. So I don't know what... There's still a chance they'll find the spin drift just by accident. Mm. Um, but yeah, evidently they go off... Do, do you think that they found the turkey, or do you think that some some poor family saw the turkey and thought, oh, ate it, cooked it, ate it, and died of radioactive poisoning?
1: Yeah, they were having a picnic, and yeah. this turkey yeah. co- wanders what? past, which they take home. <laughs> but,
0: yes. Look, Ma, there's a turkey with a diamond strapped to its leg by an old pair of suspenders.
1: Yeah. <sighs> oh, dear. Don't- Mm. Uh, it's a and, comedy film in this. And, and scenario, that's pretty it? much
0: it. That's yeah. it. I mean... Well, um, I, I can... Because you told me to watch this episode, and I was watching it, and I was watching The counter and I thought, there's like, there's like a minute left, and we're still halfway through. Oh, it's ended. Mm. It's just... And that's why I thought it was a two-parter.
1: No, that's it. That's weird, isn't it? That's, you never see her again. No. Um, so, for all the rest of the episodes... Where nearby, they—they yeah. they, they know that she, there is a they know house where she is, yeah. with a girl in it.
0: Yeah, they what? never think to revisit. It. Do you think? Uh, do you think Mark treated it as his like his uh, little uh, house of ill repute? He'd, he'd go, "I'm going out foraging, guys," and they're, they're going, he's gone to that woman again, has not he? Yeah, maybe. The scientists are watching this and taping it. You know, they're happy. <laughs> I imagine that's what they're doing It's just making weird weird um Lilliputian porn mm. um, um well it's just it's a strange show isn't it it
1: is it is odd and I'm sure when I was little you know I found it all very thrilling and oh, ex- I exciting yeah, I probably would
0: have well but, I don't know would I have loved it because because it is quite dull there's not a lot of um
1: I would have watched it because it's yeah. just fantasy it's something yeah, that's on true, that's fantasy yeah. you know um but it doesn't work in the same way as Lost in Space or um, the Batman TV no. series, in that you know you can be thrilled as a seven-year-old watching it, yep. and the adults are enjoying it, but for a completely different reason. Well, you know? I think
0: that the reason for that is this show has no camp in it whatsoever. No. Um, well, FitzHugh played, is
1: the nearest we get. to It's that. the
0: nearest, but he's more of a he's more of a comedy character than there's no. It plays on one level and one level alone doesn't it it's pure it's everyone's playing it straight which is i think probably a mistake um but yeah there's no there's no other levels no like say lost in space you you can watch it and you can admire the cheese and you can you can watch it for the plot if you want because the plots generally would hold up you can watch it for comedy because it's genuinely funny at times you can watch it for the robot because the robot is the most awesome thing in the entire universe um you can watch it on various various levels the whole family can watch it and someone's getting so i can't see it with this no i think all you're doing is watching it uh and i think the kids might like the the fist fights and the oh it's a giant um the dads will probably watch it for the two girls um and that's about it isn't it i yeah. can't, i can't i can't see I can't see much, and I might be wrong here but I can't see much fan fiction being written or shipping amongst the males on this you know what I mean like the Blake Seven fans do No they're just they're so bland they are, aren't they? Do you yeah. reckon you could write you you could write a uh, a fanfic of these characters because I don't think I could because they they don't have characters.
1: I would just be too bored I'd, I'd get bored yeah. almost immediately. Yeah.
0: This this is very much, and I think Owen Allen did suffer from this a lot. And this is very much a uh, an elevator a pitch idea mm. of of someone said, "What I've got an idea for a new show." Oh, what is it? Oh, um, uh, some people uh, they wake up and they're in the land of giants. Oh, and that's it. That's the that's all it's got going for it. Yes, um, he could have fleshed it all out, and you could have built a running story, and you could have built a you know a, a more to this. So, what is this planet? And it doesn't seem to. I think it. It again suffered from the reset button, didn't it? it mm. t- TV shows at this time couldn't have running arcs.
1: But it would be nice <laughs> if we did. And it, I, I tell you what would be nice if, a bit like Lost in Space, if occasionally they managed to take off and move somewhere yeah. else. But they never do. Because that, that would
0: be perfect, wouldn't it? To say, yeah, you, we, we, we're trying an experimental, turkey-based power system. Um, and they take off, and they get to the next city because then you 've got all new adventures this this is This is something I could see being remade in a much much better way now. It could be rebooted and remade, and they could make it a lot more interesting because i don 't think anyone's going to ever have any any deep seated resentment that they 've changed the characters or anything are they because they don't exist mm-hmm. it's like the the lost in space. Uh, reboot, not the film, the TV show, which is really good but I, it annoys me a bit that the characters are so different because I do love the characters in Last and Space but I can't see anyone ever going well they haven't got Mark right in this reboot <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's not going to happen is it
1: no, no oh well um, behind the scenes, a little bit of behind oh, the right, scenes, yeah. right um, this and six other stories Okay. Yeah. Tell the tale of other flights from Earth crashing on that planet. So there so it's are,
0: quite a quite a, a common occurrence then really. Yeah,
1: so seven craft in the past well before with six before the spindrift had already crashed on that planet. Right. So they're not unique, this crew at all.
0: So is this meant to be, I just can't get my head around what the actual idea is behind this. So is it like they've gone through a dimension shift or something and this is at, this is the Earth but a different dimensional Earth? And I don't understand where this planet's meant to be if it's a completely uh, different planet. Or it's how...
1: my next little bit of info. It, oh, right. it was a space warp that they right. went through. Okay. okay, They went through a... Oh, a say no more. That yes. explains it. <laughs> right. Here we go. Right. Right. The the planet they're on is never, ever named, okay? Right. But in various stories, we find out that the giants do know about Earth, Venus, and Mars. They actually right. m- mention those uh, planets, okay? It's never made clear where this planet is in our galaxy, but... Oh, it is in is... our galaxy? It? It's yes. It,
0: it's in... Oh, not oh, in our solar system.
1: Wow, right? In... An episode called on a clear night you can see earth okay Steve sees the earth through a pair of infrared goggles what so the two planets are close enough that you can actually see it without going out into space
0: I I get the feeling that Erwin Allen wasn't very scientifically literate. <laughs> that's I that's bizarre. I don't remember that at all. In fact, I don't remember any storyline from any of these.
1: No, you would have liked. Wasn't
0: there, yeah, wasn't there wasn't in the first episode? Wasn't there another doll's house?
1: Another doll's house.
0: Yeah, wasn't it like two kids and they'd, they'd gone into a house thinking it was. A normal house when they first land, and the roof gets lifted off, and the yes, it yes,
1: yes. That's that. That's one of the old cliffhanger things. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I, mm. I tell you what, one that we should have done uh, that yeah. you would have liked if you liked Fitzhugh is the one I last watched, which is when uh, these two uh, kids mistake Fitzhugh for an elf. Who, oh, right. and uh yeah and he's quite happy with that because they're feeding him and you yeah. know he tells them jokes and shows them tricks and what he doesn't know but everybody else does is that he's a magic elf they believe him to be a magic elf and if you yeah. throw him on the fire your wishes uh, will come true <laughs> you know, so that was quite a fun one but oh, th- okay. See, this this I, one was just yeah, dull wasn't it this
0: one's just dull as Detroit um i yeah i in this episode i think fits Fitzhugh- you Although he's got a really stupid subplot about this turkey. He he's coming across he's putting a bit of effort in. I don't I I I I don't know whether the guy ever appeared in anything else, but he's he comes across as yeah, he's he's putting some effort in and he's quite a likable character. Um I thought Diana Lund put a little bit of effort in. Not much, but a little bit of effort. Um and um everyone else was sort of like I said, it felt like they were bored. Mm. It's it's so strange, and it's when only the, the fifth episode in. Yeah, and how many episodes? Two seasons. Two seasons, seasons were proven. If there's anything like Lost in Space, the seasons are like seventy-eight episodes each. Mm. Um, I, how did this get a second season? Well, I don't know. Was it was it popular?
1: Oh yeah, no, it was a smash when it yeah. came out. It really was. Um, just on the special effects, because this is a special yep. effects show, but Post-G, all we yep. seem to have in this episode is. Uh, suspenders yep. uh, well, that point uh, nails and a, a carrot effect, it? well it defied gravity definitely <laughs> it did, yeah. yes um, um, yeah the, the, the man behind the special effects yeah. on uh, Land of the Giants L.B. Abbott Um oh, I know L.B. Abbott you know him because I, I've, I've got a selected filmography here yeah. of him uh, he did effects for Logan's Run um, Poseidon Adventure Planet of the Apes fantastic voyage he was the guy yeah. who did the uh the uh the large things there uh time tunnel of course lost in space of course um and day the earth stood still as yeah. well
0: very talented
1: man very talented man i mean but when your budget is unlimited you can create yeah. all these fantastic well, that, things that's
0: what because like i say in my notes i put this show looks amazing and then you with that budget it should shouldn't it mm. it's it shouldn't look worse um, The like I say it, the only thing comparable to this really at the time was was the Doctor Who story uh, Planet Giants and um, I think that's more interesting even though that's possibly one of the most boring Doctor Who's of Hartnell's time mm. um, because the, the subplot is just interminable all the all the giant effects um, were sort of better than this mm. in fact the giant effects in uh, The Goodies and the Beanstalk <laughs> are probably on par with this, the giant props.
1: But none of them can compare to the Spindrift, though. I mean, that still no, is a, I, a, a classic, yeah. iconic piece of 60s sci-fi. You,
0: yeah, I, I, I mean, that's the one thing you've got to say about sort of a lot of these Irwin Allen shows and a lot of these shows in general of the sixes, is the hardware is amazing. Mm. And the Spindrift is just a classic. It's a beautiful looking ship. Um, yes, I don't own any models of it. It seems to have bypassed a lot of the uh, the model companies in that. Well, they I are think-
1: around, aren't they? And um, yeah. you can get them. Um, where would you rank it? If you had to rank the three, where would you rank the Spindrift, the uh, Sea View?
0: or the Jupiter 2 um i'd probably say that the Seaview is my favorite um, i love that design but almost almost identically close to it would be the Spindrift and the Jupiter 2 underneath Jupiter 2 I, I really like as a, a as a ship but it's quite a dull design mm. it's literally a flying saucer the Seaview i think is just amazing but yeah the Spindrift of, of i think the Spindrift is is one of the best s- Let's call it a spaceship, even though it's a, a you know, it can fly suborbital. Um I it ranks up there with the flying sub. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, certainly it's gonna be this is gonna be heretical, but I think it, it ranks up there with design of the enterprise.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I'll uh, go along with that. I think
0: I think it's it it's it's there with the Proteus, it's there with uh
1: the forbidden planet
0: cruiser. Oh, easy, yeah. I, yeah. I think this is this this deserves to be ranked up there with with the best of them.
1: Mm. I wonder it. what happened to it. I've I've never seen any any mention no. made of it. I mean, no, you know, criminally they they very often yeah. just smashed them up yeah. afterwards, didn't they?
0: It is a shame because So, like certain things, like the that recently been found. I say recently, last few years, they found the 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 shuttlecraft from the original service of lost in space, and that's been restored. And the the very large Jupiter two they found. And that's been restored, but yeah the I mean the full size one would certainly i think have been smashed up,
1: yes, yeah, but as I say i mean they they the the model was about three feet, and yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah I'll send you a photo in a minute I'll send you sure. uh of your diana with a model with a model um um and uh, yeah, I'll put them up on Facebook as well, yeah,
0: okay, I remember um must have been mid 80s and i joined one of the land of the giants fan groups like fan clubs and that was purely because the magazine you got you got like a a a guidebook and each one was individually signed by uh steve whoever the actor is oh really Um, yeah and uh and that's why i joined just to get that oh I haven't. I, I. can't find. I don't remember ever getting rid of it, but I can't find it. I did have a good look round for it for this recording. But yeah, it was. They. They. I. It was. A, it was a, a UK thing. So I don't know whether we ever lived in a UK or not. But they'd got it to him, and he'd signed every single one. Blimey, it was just amazing.
1: Oh, you got to dig that out. Try and see if yeah. you can dig it out and put it on. Yeah, I'll have a look on, on Facebook. So yeah. All right. Well, thank you for uh, rounding no, off I, our, our miniaturised month. I mean, we started with you and Fantastic Voyage, and we end with you.
0: Yes, I'm. I'm. It's nice to be a bookend. <laughs> Bookended. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much, Ian. No, I really enjoyed that one. Right. I don't think I'd want to watch another episode soon.
1: Well, no. And I, I think when yeah. I'm finished with my box set, I think it's going to a charity shop because I yeah. can't think of ever fancying watch, watching one again.
0: Yeah. This is this is a sort of show where. If they produced a Blu-ray that was like the best five episodes, I'd be happy with that. You mm.
1: know, yeah. You don't need all the rest. You don't
0: need all the rest. Just, to, you know, just a, just a sample. Just to say, because you might occasionally want to go on, want to see spin drift in action, or yeah, you know, I want to see a pointy bra. You know? <laughs> That's why yeah, you I, want it. <laughs> yeah. This is this is one of the. I think a lot of the Irwin Allen shows would benefit from those. Remember those old VHS used to get where it was like a night with, and you'd have. Like mm. a few Jerry Andersons in. and this would be like a a taster Blu-ray of of the pilot episode of each of his shows, Owen Allen's shows. I think that would go really well because that's all you need.
1: Yeah, 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 really. Yeah. Mm.
0: All right, okay, Ian. Nice one. Well, thank you very well, much, uh, sir. Hopefully, your audience hasn't shrunk for <laughs> these, but I'm
1: sure it has No, I'm I'm sure we're fine. All right. Yeah. Nice one. Okay. Thanks then, Ian.
0: Thanks, right. Ian. Cheers. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. Bye.